Nelson Mandela spent 27 years in prison for opposing South Africa's apartheid laws. Forced to do backbreaking work, cut off from the outside world, he could only receive one letter and one 30-minute visit, both highly censored, every six months. Despite his imprisonment, he remained steadfast and eventually gained his freedom in 1990. It's easy to see freedom as a binary choice, in jail or out. And yet, it's so much more than that. Freedom is a state we choose for ourselves. Binary choices appeal to us because they simplify. In a complex world with a myriad of possibilities, choosing X or Y feels decisive. Most of us seek certainty. We're uncomfortable in the netherland of neither here nor there. Making a decision based on two choices moves us out of uncertainty. The risk of simplification is reduction, reducing complex factors into sausage casings of yes or no. Of course, life is full of nuance, so binary options aren't always ideal. Now think of the last time you took a multiple choice test. Usually you find one or two responses that could be the right answer, and then you choose between the two. Notice, however, how those two responses, your binary choice, get highlighted precisely because of their contrast to the other options. The fact that you have choices means that you have free will. Free will comes from freedom. You can choose anything because you have free will. You can choose happiness or suffering. You can choose to connect internally and externally or not. It's up to you. Freedom lets you expand, grow, experience openness, spaciousness. It connects you to others, as I discussed a few weeks ago when I distinguished freedom from, which is about aloneness or separation, and freedom to, which is steeped in love. Not everyone accepts free will, and so they imprison themselves. Each limiting belief you hold is a prison bar you create for yourself. If you believe you can't achieve X, then guess what? You won't achieve X. I've learned that most limiting beliefs revolve around the central theme of not good enough. Limiting beliefs are about your sense of self, your self-worth. You can escape this prison of your own design, though, because you created it. By recognizing and addressing your limiting beliefs, what I refer to as your saboteurs, you can make inroads into breaking down those prison bars. You are worthy, period. It's that simple and that complex. No one can give you worthiness. You must accept it for yourself. Nothing external will grant worthiness to you, not friends, coaches, accolades, or religion. You may be surprised to hear this, but not making a choice is a choice too. While you may see it as a deferral or avoidance or unnecessary, recognize that these are the justification lies of the saboteur. Not making a choice holds consequences, another bar in your prison. It results in a loss of your freedom. Mandela survived his imprisonment. What I find remarkable is how he didn't let his physical imprisonment limit his growth. When he was freed, he was ready to lead South Africa out of apartheid. Apartheid means separate in Afrikaans. Mandela knew better. 
We are not separate, but connected, all of us. Your choices, binary, multiple choice or non-choice, sit within a larger context. Like a spider's web, your choices impact others because we are all connected. What you do with one thread impacts another. You are not imprisoned. You are free. You have worth.